ninjas. Welcome to the Saucy Sales Show. I am so excited and grateful that you are right here hanging out with me today. Listen, being an entrepreneur can be tough, especially when you feel like you were doing it alone. And on top of that, most of you didn't go to school for sales. And yet it is one of the most important skills you need to know to run your business. But that is why your saucy sales queen is here to help you learn all things sales and marketing with a sprinkle of mindset and life as an entrepreneur. So you never feel like you're alone again. I'm your host, Logan, otherwise known as the most fun sales and marketing mentor you will ever meet. (laughs) All right, grab your notebook or if you're driving just listen and take notes later and be present right here in this moment while you start to become a saucy sales ninja. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back, fam. It is the Monday after Thanksgiving that I am currently recording this. And I know you'll be hearing this a week later, but I just got to say, well, first of all, I hope you had a good holiday season, whoever you were able to spend it with, whatever great food you were able to have. And, but I feel like I'm still like, I'm struggling to get my energy back after a couple of days in a row of laying around eating food, eating lots of sugar, and I feel no guilt over here over what I ate, and I'm not beating myself up about it, but I can feel the energy levels like a little bit lower on this Monday, and it's hard to get going. But luckily, I usually don't schedule a lot of clients or patients on Mondays so that I kind of have that day. If I travel for the weekend or holidays, things like that, I have that day that's like a buffer before I have to really get involved and talk to a lot of people. But I did get up. I got my body moving today because I think that is so important. And it just felt really, really good and helped me get excited and build my energy up to be here and to show up for you. My saucy sales ninjas, who I love sharing with every single Monday and talking with. So we recently celebrated our 50 episode milestone. And very stoked about that because I finally started to get into a groove of consistency with sharing with you and the lessons I shared on my Instagram, kind of what I've learned over the span of length of this podcast in terms of feeling like I had nothing to talk about, nobody wanted to hear from me, and just what I've learned about what listeners want, you know, and what what I look for in podcasts. And really, when you ask yourself that, like, what makes you listen to a podcast? Is it actually what they're teaching? Or is it the way this person talks? Is it the way their energy? Is it how they connect with you through their stories? And that's most of the time what people love about podcasts is they feel that they're connecting with that person. It's not necessarily because they're being lectured and educated and taught to every single episode. And I felt like I was trying to do so much of that all the time that it took away from who I was. So I will continue to evolve and continue to grow and continue to try and give you an insight into who I am, build trust with you. And I hope that, you know, gives you that desire to come back to this podcast every single week and share this with me. So today we're going to talk about the cancellation policies and, you know, having fees associated with that or just having a policy in place. And I'll explain why this kind of came up. But I'll start with sharing a little bit about when I first started my physical therapy practice. So that was kind of the big, I had done online coaching already, but I would say like in-person business, this was the first time I've ever gone on this journey. I had just graduated PT school and I decided to start my own practice right out of school, which is 
very uncommon. And so I didn't know a lot. I was not taught in school how to run a business, how to market, how to sell. And there's a lot of history there of that's kind of why I got into sales coaching. But when I first started, you know, hiring mentors or looking into courses and resources, you know, getting a lot of the starter forms that were going to be helpful for me to set myself up that my patients would sign or when I was getting resources for just information of how to start this, what does it look like? I had always been told or I had the resources from the beginning or it was suggested to me to put a cancellation policy in place where basically I have a form that is part of the intake package and it tells clients what my policy is as far as what time frame they have to cancel or reschedule their appointment before they get charged and then what that charge or what that fee will be if they were to cancel within 48 hours or 24 hours is mine. But basically it outlines that and then they sign that when they first come in so that there's no question about what the policy is. There's no expectation of, you know, being able to cancel at the last minute or move their appointment all the time. And I always thought that, you know, I always respected that idea. And so I implemented that from the beginning. I've always had that in place since I started my practice. And over the past, I mean, really over the past year, I guess, where I've really noticed or heard from other business owners who are specifically service providers, even in my community, who have shared things, like I've seen things on Facebook or, you know, posting publicly about their business where they say something like, oh, I'm really considering putting a cancellation policy in place and charging for no-shows. And, you know, I really don't want to do it, but it's just getting ridiculous. I've seen that multiple times. A lot among hairstylists. I don't know if it's because I have a lot of hairstylists, like, who I'm friends with on Facebook, or so that's why it like is populated there, or if it's just not common practice in that field to have it. But I've just noticed various service providers who have either complained or made comments about putting a policy in place or complaining about cancellations, complaining about no-shows, and, you know, almost like giving a heads up or apologizing for putting some sort of policy like that in place. And when I see those things, when every time I've seen that, I was always like, wait, you don't have that already? Like, why not? (laughs) Because I, from the beginning, like when it was recommended to me to put this in place and to have this cancellation policy, it was so that, you know, like it's a representation that your time is valuable. And if someone cancels two hours before the appointment or doesn't show up at all with no notice, that is... Maybe, you know, for me, it's an hour, but whatever time frame that is for you, that is a time frame where you could have scheduled a different patient, where you could have been making phone calls to sign new clients or to book new patients. Like that is valuable time. And it's not, you know, like you're running a business. You can't have all of these cancellations and no-shows where you're scheduling people and then you're losing business and you're losing money. You know, we don't, as entrepreneurs and business owners who provide a service, we don't have the luxury of getting paid whether somebody shows up or not. You know, like some jobs, you know, you're getting paid for the hours that you're there. If you're a service provider, if that person doesn't show, you don't get paid. 
you don't make money. And if you have people doing that, canceling and no-showing all the time, think of how much money you're missing out on. How many times you have missed patients who you scheduled them a week out or a couple weeks out because the time slot they wanted wasn't open, but then that person who had that time slot doesn't show up. It's like, oh, well, I could have scheduled them now, and now I'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs because I expected them to come. So it always kind of was curious to me why other service providers did not have that in place because they're not getting paid by some upper management. If the client doesn't show up, they don't get paid. You don't get paid. And we want to make money, right? We want to help people, right? So I have always had that in place and it's always been very clear to my clients that that's what it is. And that was just always normal to me, I guess. And so it kind of was wild to me how many people didn't have anything like that in place and continue to get frustrated when they have no-shows and cancellations. And I was thinking about it, and I don't know. I mean, I think some people just feel bad. Like, well, if they don't come, like, I just feel bad charging them. Well, we're running a business here, right? We can't always feel bad. You shouldn't feel guilty for having a policy that is very open and clear to a client. And then if they go back on that, they signed that quote contract. If they go back on it, it was communicated very clearly. And if I want clients that are going to be respectful of that, I don't want clients who are going to come and sign that and then give me a hard time about it every single time that they try and cancel. I want clients who are respectful of that. And if I set that precedent from the beginning, those are the types of people I'm going to attract. And those are the types of people I want to work with is the ones who respect that and respect the fact that, yeah, if they don't come, I don't get paid. I can't help them. And now I know you're thinking, well, people have emergencies. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's such an asshole move. Like, what if someone's sick or what if someone's kid is sick? Okay, here's the thing. I'm the business owner, right? I get to decide if I'm going to make an exception. And I'm not a cold, heartless bitch, okay? <laughs> like, as long as there is open communication with me and a patient and I understand their reasoning and it's communicated to me what the reason is, oftentimes I don't charge them. Well, it doesn't that defeat the purpose? No, because I'm still, my patients, when they cancel, Or, you know, I don't ever have really no-shows. People always give me a heads up. But if I have cancellations that are within 24 hours or a couple hours before or something like that, my patients come to me and say, I know about, like, I know about this policy. Most of them don't expect me not to charge them. Like, I have had patients literally say, go ahead and charge me. Like, I'm sorry for this. Because it was openly communicated. Now, I had someone say that to me one time and they were ready to be charged. I didn't charge them because of what the reason was. And it was the first time it happened. They were consistent. So I get to decide, you know, when I'm going to make those exceptions. And I don't see anything wrong with that because there are emergency things that happen. There are legitimate reasons, but there are also not legitimate reasons. (laughs) You know, like, I'm sure we've all done it. I'm sure we've all canceled something last minute and we didn't think it was a big deal. You know, oh, we got invited to dinner or happy hour or, you know, oh, I'll just reschedule. But that person that you just canceled on, now they lose out on that money that you just scheduled. Now they couldn't book another patient in that time frame. 
And so I think it's important to set that standard from the beginning. And I think, like, my belief is that everybody should have some sort of policy in place. Even if you're not ready or feel comfortable charging somebody for, like, a no-show or cancellation, at least put something in writing that your client signs acknowledging, hey, this is my policy. If you can't make it, let me know 24 hours in advance for this reason. So even if you're not charging something, and I don't know everybody's legalities behind if you're allowed to charge for your industry or what's the state, I think there are some legal implications. So this is not legal advice at all. But even if you're not ready or can't charge somebody, you can still put some sort of policy that lets people know, this is my policy. Please be respectful of this by signing this and recognizing the implication of you not showing up. And that creates just a little bit more respect and open transparency, open communication between you and your client. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm honestly like, I don't know why everybody doesn't have it. Massage therapists, hairstylists, physical therapists who run their own businesses, you know, like and have that to make their own policy. And this applies, this can apply to online business as well. You know, if you have one-on-one, if you book like a VIP day or a one-on-one intensive, put a policy in place so that person doesn't cancel on you two hours before you have made this appointment with them to spend time and help them that you've been preparing for, you blocked out time for, and have some sort of policy and maybe have a deposit or a cancellation fee in place so that people stop, you know, It's to create respect, respectful of your time. I believe it is. And then it also, you know, it helps that person recognize that your time is valuable and your time is important. Oh, oh yeah, if I cancel last minute, like they can't schedule another patient or they can't schedule another client or book another call. And me as a consumer, I would be very respectful of that. But sometimes I forget. So I'm very happy to have a cancellation policy in place for any service that I get. You know, like I recognize that. So I'm going to make sure I can be there and I'm not going to let any minor little thing that comes up keep me from going there. The big things I'm going to openly communicate and hope that that person understands, but I also recognize that I'm still not there and that's still money that they're losing out on. That's still an income that they need for their family and themselves to stay afloat. Now, (laughs) I also want to go down a different road with this because there is a false belief that putting a cancellation or no-show policy in even a fee in place does not completely eliminate no-shows and cancellations. There is a belief that it does. A lot of people put these things in place and think it's going to fix the problem. It's going to magically stop people from canceling, stop people from no-showing. Like, just a side note, no-shows to me are kind of wild. Like, I personally don't know how you can just, unless there was like, you know, a major emergency and you didn't even have time to even think about texting or calling that person because you're in the hospital and like that wasn't even on your mind. I get that situation. But for the most part, the majority are not those reasons. And how someone can just not show up with no communication at all to this person that they booked with is wild to me. I just don't get it. (laughs) I've never really experienced that, thank God, with any of my clients so far. But yeah, just let the person know. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, but putting that policy in place, putting that fear, that policy in place does not magically fix people not showing up for their appointments. I see this a lot in the physical therapy world where PTs have a policy in place and then they're still complaining about patients not showing up and patients canceling over and over again. So I want to make sure that it is communicated that this does not magically fix that problem. Now, what is the problem then? Why do they keep doing that? I believe that it is the experience that they are receiving or there is a lack of trust and belief in the importance and the value of what you're providing. That this client does not hold this service to a level of value that they feel like they want to be there or that they need to be there to progress, that they need to be there to get better, that they need to show up to grow. And they don't think it's a big deal at all to miss. That is one of the major reasons why people cancel and no-show last minute. Because, like I just said, dinner, happy hour, is that more important than you know, this person reaching their goals and getting better? Probably not. But for some reason, there's a disconnect and they view that as a priority over coming to see you for whatever service you're providing. Why is that? I think it's important to assess the experience that you're providing to this person. Is it a valuable experience? Not just the service that you're giving, not just the information you're giving, not just the skills that you're providing, but the entire experience from when they walk in the door to when they walk out. What is that like for them? And do they fully trust and believe in the process? Do they hold this as a valuable thing in their life to get them to where they want to be? Because if they do, if that trust and that belief of this being valuable for them and their goals is truly there, they're going to do everything they can to be there. They're going to move everything around that they can to make sure they make that appointment because they know that it's hard to get in to see you or that, you know, taking a week off is, you know, going to hold them back for their goals or they genuinely just look forward to being around you and being with you because of the experience, the conversation you provide, the support, the listening ear, whatever you're giving them that's beyond just the skills and just the services. That's what's going to keep clients from canceling. Do they believe in the process? Do they hold this as a valuable experience that they're going to make a priority over anything else at all costs? So I believe that service providers should have some sort of cancellation policy slash fee in place to represent that like your time is valuable and to create that two-way open communication that, you know, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you to waste my time. Here's the policy. Please be respectful of it. Because you can also, as a business owner, you get to choose the clients you work with. So if you have somebody who continues to break this policy, you have means, you have backup evidence as a reason to not book them again. As a reason to let them know, hey, maybe I'm not a good fit because clearly, you know, it's not a priority for you to be here. Again, Don't come at me with exceptions. I know that there's exceptions. I know there's emergencies, stuff like that. And you work with people on an individual basis. But I don't advertise that, right? Like I'm not out there saying like, I have this cancellation policy, but we'll make exceptions for this, 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 and this. No, I set the precedent, okay? I put the policy in place. We're on the same page. They know what the policy is and they can get charged. I know what the policy is. 
And if they come to me and we have a conversation and I, I don't want to charge them for that, I don't have to. Do I still lose out on that time? Yes. But then I'm making the decision of either making money off of this person who didn't come just because I can and, you know, or burning a bridge with this person, you know, like I don't want to burn a bridge. It's better for me to work it out and have communication rather than just, you know, this person's really asking for some grace and I'm like, no, screw it. You broke the policy. I'm going to charge you. Like, no, like I said, I'm not a cold hearted bitch and you can determine when you're going to charge and when you're not. And, you know, for those specific reasons, you can make it on an individual basis, but I think it's important to upfront communicate the same policy to every single person and not advertise exceptions. But like, this is the policy. And then on a case by case basis, you can have those conversations and give grace where you want to and where it's needed to hold that relationship. If that's something you want, again, there's people who, you know, are repetitively canceling on you, then stop booking them as clients. Maybe they can only book within the last 24 hours because they keep no-showing and you keep missing out on money. But then it's not out of nowhere, right? You had a policy. They broke it multiple times. There's evidence. You have to make those decisions. Sometimes you have to make those hard decisions as a business owner and turn clients away when those are the types of things they're doing, when they're just draining your energy, draining your business, and it's not helping you. You're not even able to help them. If it's not a productive relationship, Sometimes you have to make those tough decisions to not book them, to send them to somebody else or to let them know, hey, I can't schedule you. I just have to keep it open for the clients who are more consistent with coming in. Is that hard? Is that a hard conversation to have? Yeah, especially as a new business owner. But it's conversations that you have to learn how to have because that's how you run a business. You have to make those tough decisions and have those tough conversations sometimes. So it doesn't matter If you don't have a wait list of people, it doesn't matter that you have a couple clients. It doesn't matter that you don't have a line waiting out the door, waiting to book with you. You don't have to wait until then to put a policy in place. Put it now. Get in the habit now of setting that precedent of letting people know up front, this is how I run my business and trusting that the right clients who are respectful of that and who are going to be respectful of that are still going to stick around and still going to want your help. Because of what you do, because you're a premium service provider, because of the experience that you provide. So, yeah, I just, I kind of want to know everyone's thoughts on this. So, because <laughs> I just saw people complaining about all that. And I'm like, how do you not have that in place already? Like, hairstylists have no shows all the time. And they're just like, oh, that sucks and get mad about it. But like, why do you not have some sort of policy or deposit that they make where it's like, okay, you get charged this if you no show on me. Because that's a complete disrespect of time most of the time. If it's not an emergency situation, like I mentioned before, I'll keep giving that disclaimer. (laughs) You know, but it's, oh, I forgot. Well, you forgot. Okay, write it down. Why don't you have it written down in your calendar? Like, I get that we forget things, but that's somebody else's time. That's somebody else's business that you're affecting because you forgot. I just don't see that as a legitimate excuse. Like, yeah, it sucks. But like, oh, you forgot and you got charged. So next time you're going to make sure you don't forget. (laughs) Like, That's just like, that's the way I see it. And I, me as a big girl can recognize if I forgot to show up to an appointment and I get charged for it, I'm not going to go yell at that person who had me sign something clearly stating, if you no show, you're going to get charged this. Why would I go back to that person and be like, oh, that's not fair. I forgot. 
Like, I would never do that because I recognize it was my own fault. I should have wrote it down. I should have set an alarm. I don't know why I didn't have it in my calendar. Like, and I signed something telling me that this is what was going to happen. So I can't get mad when it happens because I still agreed to see that person. Like, does that make sense? And I hope there are business owners listening to this who don't have a policy in place that are getting fired up. Like, yeah, I need to do that. Like, why don't I have that? (laughs) Yeah, why don't you? Obviously, again, legal implications. I don't know everybody's. So just make sure it's legal for in your industry to charge if that's what you're going to do. But you don't need to have any, you know, everybody can have a policy that you at least lay out. It's the charging a fee for somebody, I think, can have like, there's different boundaries with different industries. But like I said, not a lawyer. (laughs) So yeah, those are my thoughts. Again, why don't you have one? (laughs) Put one in place. And that's the reason why. That's why I believe in them. Obviously, everyone can have their own opinion, but I believe that you should have one. And those are my reasons why. But also, remember, it's not going to completely solve the problem of people not making a priority to come see you and come to their appointments that they scheduled. There's something else usually going on. There's some sort of disconnect. There's some sort of lack of belief, lack of trust in what's in the process, in the service, in the experience, that they're not holding it to a priority. And so even if there is a fee, they're still not going to make it a priority. And we think that that's the magical fix, but it's not. I believe you should still have it. But, you know, after you do that, if people are still canceling, then it's much deeper than that. There's more involved than that. So just keep that in mind. You can't just expect that that's going to fix everything because it may not be the reason people are no showing or canceling in the first place. It might be something else. So let me know your thoughts on this. Share this episode with your business owner friends, especially hairstylists, because like I said, there's a lot of you out there that I know don't have this in place. Maybe in the stylist industry, you're not allowed to do that. I'm going to look into this actually because I want to know more about it. But those are my thoughts. Let me know yours. Please leave a review on this episode if you enjoyed it or review of this podcast if you love tuning in every week and share this episode with a friend who needs to hear it. Thank you so much for being here, my saucy sales ninjas. Tune in every Monday for a brand new episode. I hope you're enjoying the holiday season so far. I know we got a busy couple weeks coming up and the busy end of the year. So make sure to remember to take time for you set boundaries in your life with other people as well as in your business so that you can stay happy, stay healthy, stay full of joy during this season and continue working towards your dreams. Love you guys. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Saucy Sales Show. Your time is the most precious asset you have. And I'm so grateful that you chose to spend some of it here with me today. It's time to stop saying, I love everything about my business except sales and start believing that you're capable of loving sales and making them happen in a way that is fun, authentic, and makes you money. I would love to hear from you. So I can thank you for listening. Go find me on Instagram at Logan in motion, share this episode to your stories and tag me so we can connect. Make sure you come back next time so we can hang out again. See you soon.